We'd like to welcome you again to Rise and Shine, and we're talking about uh, seven steps or uh, seven principles that if we can get a hold of these in our life that God has promised and assured us that we can have answers to our prayers. There's, there's really, uh, it is not God's will for us not to be able to receive from Him in prayer. He does want to hear and answer our prayers. And so uh, join us, and if you have your Bible, get it out, let's look at these scriptures. And we believe that uh, your prayer life's gonna grow and it's gonna exceed, and you're gonna be able to hear from God and be able to receive answers to your prayers. Please connect with Arise and Shine by visiting our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Arise and Shine TV show or emailing us at Arise and Shine TV at gmail.com. We look forward to connecting with you. We're just going to pick up where we left off with our seven steps and we're um, number four is we're talking about guarding against every evil that comes into the minds against the affirmation that you had. Now that can be... Um, people or places, some teachings, it can be previous teachings, it can be something that, that you hear you know, while you're going through this process. But anything that causes you to doubt what you prayed for and what you believed God for when you prayed, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to do something with that. And then um, number five was meditate constantly on the promises of which you based your answer to your prayer and you have to see yourself with what you asked for. And we talked quite a bit about that um, earlier when we were um, talking about the, um, the scriptures and hold, how important it is to hold on to that scripture. And we're going to go on into number six, which is think on the greatness or the goodness of God. List uh, or lift your hearts to God constantly in thanksgiving, giving him praise <laughs> with your mouth for what he has done and what he is doing now. And um, some of that we talked about a little bit about how important it is to use your mouth not only for um, quoting the, the promises and the scriptures of God, but now we're talking about giving praise and thanksgiving, an act of faith for what He's already done. Amen. So it's, uh, it's so important to just, uh, the steps again are decide what you want, find out what God's Word says about it is that you need in your life. You can't believe, for God, uh, to believe God for something outside of what His Word says. No. You know, you, you can't, you just have to, you know, God's Word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You know, not some, some weird ideal. And once you've got God's Word deep down inside you, then you need to pray and believe that you receive. And you may ought to write, you may, you may need to write down the date and the time that you prayed that prayer. So you can say, no, it was September the 6th, mm -hmm. 19, uh, 2019, that I believe that I received that. And Father, I just want to thank you that I've got it and I believe that it's mine because that'll help you. You know, you, you know uh, there's, there's been said, you know, that if you pray the same prayer, you know, and ask God for the same thing seven times, then you've really asked six times in unbelief. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, see, you won't receive. You, you have to believe you received when you prayed. And if you believed you received when you prayed, then it would be like a child coming to his dad and, you know, and saying, you know, Dad, uh, you know, I want $20 to go to the movies uh, on Saturday. And Dad says, okay, you know, I'll, I'll give that to you on Friday. And, th and then for that child, what would you think about that child if he kept coming back and saying, on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, Dad, you know, can I, I, I want $20. And after a while, I'm sure Dad, you know, probably after the second or third time, Dad's going to go, son, I'm not even going to give it to you now. I'm kind of over this. I mean, I told you I'd give it to you on Friday. 
you know, and you'd have the money on Saturday so you could go. See, it's just, it's just, it's just bad taste. Because what that does is it says that, well, I don't believe you heard me the first time, and so I'm going to keep asking you. So maybe if I ask you long enough, you'll finally break down and, and give it to me. No, that's not the way God works. God is a faith God, and he's, He wants you to believe that when He said He would do something for you, that's exactly what He's going to do. And when you ask Him in prayer, you believe that you received it, and you don't, you don't go back and, and, and repeat that over and over and over and keep asking and asking and asking Him for the same thing. Because you, 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 what you do is you nullify that first time that you prayed. And I think that's what we do a lot of times. And then every thought that you have, you, you has to come in line with what you believe you receive. Don't let the devil cause you to doubt and steal the answer to your prayer in your thought life. Guard your thought life. Guard it desperately. Guard it like you were guarding the most valuable thing in your life because it is the most valuable thing that you have is your thought life. Guard it with God's Word. And then, and then number four was also guard every evil thought that comes to you. And they'll come from a lot of different ways. I remember, is it okay if I talk about that one just a second? Because uh, I, I remember when I found, first found out, well, when I first got filled with the Spirit, you know, and spoke in other tongues, I, I mean, I didn't know that it was wrong. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, it's, to me, it was like the, one of the, it was the greatest experience I'd ever had in my life when I got filled with the Spirit and spoke with other tongues. And so I came back and I told people in my you know, naiveness, you know, that, oh, God, look what God happened to me. And, 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 and I was so amazed because they all wanted to talk me out of it. They all wanted to tell me that, how that well, that wasn't of God. It causes confusion, you know, and, and tongues is of the devil and all this. I mean, and you have to guard yourself to that. And, and when it came to healing, I remember, you know, on one, one occasion when I, I, I guess I, 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 I let it slip that I believe God's word, you know, that he wanted to heal everybody all the time. And, and, and people didn't understand that in, in the circles where I was at that time. And, and they, they'd get me off to the side and try to talk me out of it. I mean, try, literally talk me out of it and, and, and cause me to doubt it. You know, thank God, though, the Lord helped me through all that, and, and, I, and I didn't doubt it. But uh, I, I remember there was a situation one time where there was someone that, that, that was prayed for. And this person was, uh, they were not spirit-filled, and they were of a, a particular denomination that did not teach on God's willingness to heal everybody all the time. So uh, they came, and, uh, and there was a, a particular person there that was praying for the sick, and they had a special anointing on their life because we we're not going to go into that, but you know, God anoints certain people with, with healing ministry. You know, and this, guy, and this person you know, laid hands on this other person that was, was dying of a disease, and, and that person fell out on the floor. You know, and the church they came from, guys, they didn't do that. You know, I mean, the power of God hit her and knocked, knocked her in the floor. And, uh, and so uh, uh, afterwards, you know, I, I, I called them and I asked them, I said, well, what happened to you? They said, I don't know, but something like fire went inside me and, 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 and it zapped all the strength out of my body and I fell on the floor. And I told them, I said, that was the healing power of God. I said, now you need to stay in faith and thank God that the healing power of God is in you and that it's healing you and, and, and it will heal you. It will continue to drive that sickness and disease out of your body. Well, they went back to the same you know, uh, circle and the same place of influence that they were going to. And I, and I promise you that everybody you know, around them was talking doubt and unbelief and fear 
you know, and all this. And she lost, they lost their healing and they died of that disease. And you say, but well, God healed them. I thought God healed them. I thought the healing power of God went in them. Guys, doubt will try to rob you of what God is attempting to do in your life. And it will come through your own thought life. But it will also try to come to you through association with other people. Sometimes you will have to stay away from certain churches, from certain preachers, from certain Christians, from certain ones that do not believe God's Word like you have decided at a level that you have decided to believe it at. And you have to guard and protect yourself, okay, from those things. And the next one is you meditate constantly on the promises of God based on the answers, you know, to your prayer. And you see yourself with what you have asked yourself for. Now, guys, you can only do that through God's Word. Mm-hmm. You can only do that. And it will begin to just assure you. Will, you can have as much confidence and assurance in God's healing power that's in you and the fact that you'll just go like, oh, my gosh, I am healed. Mm-hmm. I got it. I see it. Healing power of God is in my body. And Jesus did die for me. It'll become as real to you as the sickness and the disease was at one time. Mm-hmm. Remember how you know it dominated your life. It's all you could think about. And it's like your, your confidence and your assurance in it. We don't think about it like that a lot of times, but that's exactly what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We have confidence in the assurance that this thing is going to kill us. Mm-hmm. And it is going to stay in our body and we're not going to be able to get rid of it. But you can change that and allow God's Word to become so strong in your life that it pushes out all of that fear, all of that doubt, all of those thoughts, and it can begin to, you can begin to see yourself. And you will have to see yourself with it before you'll ever get it. Yeah, that's why we need to meditate the Word yes. and keep it before us. Because, you know, lots of times you. we've prayed with people and they'll, um, you'll tell them a scripture, you know, give them some encouragement about, you know, what it is, what God's will is for them concerning what they're needing. And they'll say, yes, I know that, or I know that scripture. And sometimes they can even quote it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's power and life in it. And so meditating it keeps that power and keeps that, you know, it keeps your mm-hmm. thoughts, obviously, yes. you know, yes. where they need to be. But it also keeps the power of God and the, the faith of God in your heart energized so that mm-hmm. you're able to, to push back anything else that says differently. Well, see, there's a principle, a, a, a spiritual law in God's Word that a lot of people don't understand. And that is when Jesus gave the parable of the sower sows the word, that God's word is seed. Mm-hmm. And when you just because you heard something once, maybe even two or three times, does not mean that God's word is in you to the point where that it can bear fruit. See, you have to receive that word, but once you receive it, just like if you wanted to plant tomatoes in the backyard, you just don't go out there and stick a seed in the ground, then you just walk off and expect that thing to come up. Well, guess what will happen? Every weed in the neighborhood will come to your yard. Weeds that you didn't even know existed will come, and for one purpose, and it will be to try to choke that seed out and keep that seed from producing. And it's the same way the devil does. So you have to protect that seed once you hear it, and you have to water it. You have to see that it gets sunlight. You have to, you have to take care of it. You have to prune it. You have to do certain things so that that plant, that seed can turn into a plant. And listen, grow to the place where it can produce fruit. Mm -hmm. And if you don't take care of it, and if you don't water it, and if you don't give it the proper attention that it has to have, 
it won't produce. It won't produce. And I mean, that's such a perfect analogy. And, I, and people do that all the time, like you were saying. Oh, yeah, I know that scripture. Well, I know you do, but it's a seed. Plant the thing. <laughs> Put some water on it. Give it some attention. Let the thing grow. Let God's word grow inside you to the point that you, you will literally see yourself with it. And when you see yourself with it, that's when you got it. That's when it's coming. Guys, that is, I can't get off that because that right there, what I just said, is where 99% of, point nine of all people miss it right there. Yes, they've heard. But because they think they've heard, they've heard it enough that why can't I get it? Why? You still got a seed. It's just a seed. It's in the ground. You got, no matter how good the seed is, and God's Word is good, no matter how good the ground is, and the ground is your spirit, your heart, no matter how good the seed is, no matter how good the ground is, if you don't water that seed, it will not grow, and it will not be able to dominate your thought life and begin to control you to the point where that you can see, you know, that you have what you, what you believe. See, that's when the answer comes. It's, when you've, it's not that when God decided to heal you. He healed you 2,000 years ago when he took Jesus go to that whipping post and be beaten beyond recognition. He paid that horrific price then. And that's why he said, by his stripes, you were healed. Mm -hmm. As far as he's concerned, you are healed. The only thing, the problem is, you're not convinced that you're healed yet. And you won't be until you give God's word that place and let it go its full, its full term that it can bear the fruit. See, it's God's word that will heal you. Mm -hmm. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all the destructions. And my gosh, that stirs me up because I know what it will do in your life. Okay, now that I've taken up all of our time, let's, no, let's no, move you're on. Good. You're good. <laughs> you move, we'll move on now. We'll move on. Well, and when you come to that place, then what's left? What's left well, to see, do? And, and you, don't, you, you really don't have to, to force this issue here because there was a place in our life when we got there. Remember, we got here. We, nobody had, I mean, there's nothing left. You know you got it. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's just like, did, you say, did anything change? No. Circumstances still looked exactly the same. Situation was unaltered. It still did not look good. And if you were going by your natural physical senses, oh gosh, you'd have still been as fearful and doubtful as you were before. But something had happened to a level inside of us that it was literally impossible for us to doubt. And so what was left? There wasn't anything left but thanksgiving. There wasn't anything left but praise. I mean... It just comes out of you because you're so thankful. You're like, my God, this is so good. Thank you. I mean, there's nothing left but to worship him and thank him for and And, and, it's, and it's so, that is so critically important. Well, and you're at the place where you're partaking of that the same way you did when you partook of salvation. Yes. You know, when that word, it's, it's at that level now. Yes. You know, and, and, but you don't, you only get there through feeding it, like you said, you know, yeah. through giving it attention. That's how we water it. We give the... The God's word first place, and we give it attention. We we keep it before us. We keep it within our minds. We keep it in our mouths. We pay attention. We we goad our garden. Yeah, and and you do exactly what Proverbs four tells you to do. You know, he said, keep your heart with all diligence. Mm -hmm. He said, keep your heart. In other words, you protect it, because out of it flows the issues or the forces of life. He's talking about the spirit of man. It's out of see healing does not come externally from God. Mm -hmm. Healing comes internally 
out of your spirit because that's where the Holy Spirit lives. And that's where He's able to reveal to us His will. And that's where you begin to see it in here. You say, well, how do you know it? I don't know how I know it. How did you know when you were saved? It's just like, I don't know. Something's different. I can tell. How can you tell? I don't know. I just, something in here is not like it used to be. I'm not the same person that I used to be. Because I can, I, can, I can tell somehow I've changed. You just know that you know that you know. And that only comes through God's Word. And then after that, number, number five, six, and seven, just, I mean, they become automatic. I'm sorry, number, number six and seven. Right, thinking on the goodness and the greatness of God and constantly being in a place of thanksgiving with praise in our mouths for what He's done and what He's doing now. It's a recognition of His Word, the promise that He made, and the fact that it's in you and it's working in your life. You're going right. to receive that yes, promise. Yes, yes. I mean, you, you just, it's just like, I, oh my gosh, I can still remember the day when we first had, we, we lived this out. We lived this out. And see, you really won't get this until you live it out. I mean, you could know these principles, but you'll have to put them into practice. And once you make the determination that you're going to put these into practice, I promise you that you will have opposition. Mm -hmm. It will come. Mm -hmm. And and if you won't drop the ball and you won't give in to doubt and unbelief and you'll push through, you will come to that place just like we did all of a sudden, you know, for the, gosh, I don't know how many hundreds of times, how many, maybe even thousands of times, you know, that, uh, that we had put Isaiah 53, 4 in our mouth. And it's all of a sudden, you know, while you're, you know, you're, you're, again, you know, it's just thank you, Lord. And now at this point, at this point, the doubt and the fear was gone. It wasn't like it was at this level because God's word had rose to a level in our hearts where that it had so consumed us that we would go to bed thinking about it, meditating it. If we woke up in the middle of the night, didn't we? Mm -hmm. it, would be, it would be in our minds and our thoughts because we had it so in front of us for so long that, uh, that it, I mean, it, was, it consumed our thought life just like the negative and the fear did before. Now God's word was literally dominating our thought life and we would wake up thinking about it. We went through the day thinking about it. And so I'm standing in, the, in our, our, our closet, our walk-in closet. And I said, surely he hath borne our sickness and carried our, our pain of diseases. You know, and I said, when I said that, surely just kind of exploded. And, when it, and in my thought, I went, it was a revelation. I saw it. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, I saw it. I saw what we were believing for on the inside, and I knew it. Well, the first thing, what happened to me? I begin to weep uncontrollably, and I begin to laugh. Laughter, why? Joy, joy. Because you know, you know. And you, and you need to get to that place where that you can look at the situation and the circumstance, even though it's not changed, and you can laugh. I'm talking about a belly laugh. I'm talking about in here. Because that's the way we were from that day forward in our situation. Every time we looked at each other, we would burst out laughing. Why? Because we were absolutely and totally convinced that we got the answer. This thing's done. Mm -hmm. So we had reached that place of faith and that place of rest where that we were no longer striving for anything. And all we could do was what? Thank God for His goodness. Thank Him for Jesus. Oh my gosh, that He would allow Jesus to die and go through what He did and take that and allow us to have that domination and that freedom over sickness and disease through His Word and through His blood. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Amazing. What, what else do you have? Well, then 
um, our seventh one is, is talking about prayer again. So then, you know, when you get to that point, then you think, well, how do you, how do you pray about that situation? Because, you know, we know prayer. Before that answer comes. Prayers, yeah, because you're not, you haven't seen it. Like you said, in our situation, things in the natural still haven't changed. So then, um, you know, when people say, you know, how do you, how do you pray about that? Because um, as I was saying, prayer is such a flippant word kind of now, you know, oh, we'll pray for you or, you know, will you pray for me? Or, you know, we're sending up keep prayers me and prayers. keep me in your prayers. Yeah. I mean, what are, what are, what are people saying, you know, when they, when they say that? And then, Usually in, and, nothing. <laughs> and then in this situation, then, then how do you, how do you go before the Lord about this situation then after you reach yes reach this point. That's, that's what we want to talk about. So number seven is making every prayer a statement of faith, okay, instead of unbelief. So yeah. to ask again would be unbelief, like Tony said. So now when you go to the Lord about this, you don't want to ask Him for healing again because you've prayed, you believe that you received, and now you're to the place to where you're actually, that, that, that thing in your mind is not where it was before. It's not the battleground it was before. You're starting to see something green coming up out of that ground. <laughs> you know, right. you're, you're you're to that place, and um, so you don't pray the same way that you did the first time. And how how so you how pray? So how do you pray? How do, how do you how do you still communicate with the Father right. about that situation? Well, Philippians four tells us. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, Philippians four and verse six. He said, "Be careful for nothing," and that word "be careful" means have no anxiety, no worry, nothing. In other words, you can't worry about anything. You say, well, what are you going to do if you can't worry about it? You can't fret and stuff. Well, he tells you exactly what to do. He said, but in everything, by prayer and supplication. Now, notice, by prayer and supplication, that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. He said, with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. So from that day forward, you thank God that you believe you received the answer. Mm -hmm. You thank God. I believe that the healing power of God is flowing through my body. Sickness and disease can't stay in me. I believe that I, if I were healed, then I am healed. Thank you, Lord, for 1 Peter 2.24. I believe it's mine. Mm -hmm. I believe that I am healed. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power. Thank you, Lord, I believe I have the money that I need to pay my bills on time. Thank you, Lord, I, your word says that you were made poor, that I through your poverty might be made rich. Therefore, I have a full, abundant provision. You thank God for his word. Remind him of what he said mm -hmm. and thank him. See, and that's how you stay in faith. Mm -hmm. And you, you, you can even remind him of the prayer that you prayed, which is what we did yes. in our situation. We, yes. had, we had wrote out our prayer. We had wrote out our scriptures and what we were believing God for. And we even had everyone involved sign it. All of our kids, you know, and us, we, when we sat down and we put that date on there that you yeah. were talking about earlier and we, we prayed that prayer, then when we would go back, we would say, Lord, we thank you that on this day yes. when we prayed. yes this prayer and, yes. and this scripture, yes. this is what... You heard us. <laughs> yes. This is what we're expecting and this is what we believe and we called it done. Yeah. And I want to thank you that you did it. We're just coming to you now thanking you and reminding you of your word, thanking you for your faithfulness, thanking you for your goodness and thanking you. Guys, there's something about that. That's like the 10th the, the leper that had enough sense to go back and fall at Jesus' feet and worship him. Right. The Bible says he was made whole. He didn't just receive healing. The Bible says, he said, uh, the, he said uh, your faith has made you whole. Right. See, there's something about giving. You got, but you've got to be able to get to that place where you can do it. Mm -hmm. And you can do it in faith. Mm -hmm. And it all begins with the seed of God's Word being planted. 
and taken care of and given to that place. And, and, and it, I'm not going to tell you it's going to be easy. It won't be easy. And it's not because it's God that's it's reluctant to give it to you. It's because you have an enemy that's hell-bent on keeping anything good from coming to you. Mm -hmm. And he does not want God to have any place in your life. So he'll fight you, mm -hmm. but you can win. Absolutely. Paul said, fight the good fight of faith. Why? Because you can win that, faith, that fight of faith. Because mm -hmm. God's word is greater and you, it will overcome. And so we're glad we were able to share this with you until we're able to see you again. God bless you and thank you. Please connect with Arise and Shine by visiting our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Arise and Shine TV show or emailing us at Arise and Shine TV at gmail.com. We look forward to connecting with you. You know, when it comes to uh, receiving, being able to receive the answer to your prayer, uh, that all begins with the first prayer that you have to pray, and it's extremely essential, you know, and that is that prayer uh, to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And so Melissa and I want to, if you're out there today, and we believe that there are those that are hearing that, uh, that really, really needs to pray this prayer because we're not talking about, you know, just having a bad day next week. We're talking about eternity. You know, and eternity is exactly what it says. It is forever. So if you're out there today and you're unsure in any way, form, or fashion that uh, if you was to die today that you would go to heaven, we want to pray with you. And if you're out there today, and I know that there's probably many, you know, that uh, say, I, I prayed that prayer many years ago, and I know that I was born again, but I'm really not walking with him where I should be, then uh, we want to include you in this prayer because you need to stay in fellowship with him because Jesus is going to come back as a thief in the night, and we really don't know when he's going to come. And, and, uh, and we want you to go with us. You know, heaven won't be the same without you. You need to be there. So what, let's just, if you will, we're going to pray for you, and then we're going to pray, want you to pray with us, okay? Father, I do pray for every individual under the sound of our voice that, uh, that, Lord, you search the hearts, and, Lord, that you bring the conviction of the Holy Spirit into their lives and make them fully aware of their spiritual condition. And if there's any out there, which I believe there's many, Lord, that, that their condition is not right, that you would show that to them right now and do in their lives what only you can do. Father, all they can do is respond, Father God, to the prompting of your spirit. And as they do that with their whole heart, I believe that they will be eternally changed, Father God, and transformed, Father, by your spirit. Now, pray this prayer with us. Say, Jesus. Jesus. I take you today. I take you today. As my Lord. As my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. Sin. Sin. Satan. Satan. You are not my Lord. You are not my Lord. I do not serve you. I do not serve you. Jesus. Jesus. I give my life to you today. I give my life to you today. And forever. And forever. Thank you for coming into my heart. Thank you for coming into my heart. And making me brand new. And making me brand new. Now, Father, I thank you. Jesus. I give for the Holy Spirit and for His presence in my life in His fullness, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer today and you believe that you received, then uh, you're, you're different. And you need, to, you need to tell somebody, though. It's not just, you know, you pray that prayer and then go on about your way. It's you ask, A, B, you believe you received, and C, you confess. You need to tell someone. Let us know through an email, through a letter, however you want to do that. You know, but you, you call somebody, tell somebody what you believe that God has done for you today. The more you do that, the more 
it will become a reality to you in your life. God bless you until we get to see you again.